0: The T20 World Cup starts this weekend with a massive game between India and Pakistan. We've got bets on two other matches as well. Let's get ready to play on Cricket Only Better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 161. I'm Ed Hawkins. We're underway. The World Cup starts here. It's the T20 World Cup. Yeah, I know. The first round has been on, but the big boys are in action now and it's time to strap on your betting pads and take guard. Middle, please, Sam Collins.
1: Hawkins, Hawkins. Uh, Ed Hawkins is available on at Cricket Betting on Twitter if anyone from those uh, first round teams wants to come and have a go. Uh, but the Super 12 does indeed start on saturday so we're here to preview that weekend action um first up to talk about it is paul krishnamurti of betting gold Fair. hello paul hi sam hello hello and uh obviously your opening partner sporting Life, not not in life but just on this on this show sportinglife.com's richard mann you are here as well richard hello hi sam are you ready to have a go richard i'm ready Good, good, good. Right, marvellous. Three huge games in the T20 World Cup. Hawkins, what are they and what have we got on the show tonight?
0: Yes, good question. Thank you. India v Pakistan is on Sunday and that is an absolutely whopper game. Probably one of the biggest single sporting events uh, you can bet on in the world. But before that, Australia versus New Zealand opened the tournament on Saturday from the SCG. England versus Afghanistan is also on Saturday from Perth. Team news, pitch data, players to follow, strategies and best bets all coming up for those games.
1: Best bets indeed, plus the treble claxon with a 70 to 1 chance in the offing, I'm told. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get on with it. Guess what? We start with the for Exchange, World T20 outright, all subject to change, of course, but... For now, England and Australia, joint 4.1 favourites. There's a big move. Australia displaced as the previously clear favourites. India are 4.9, South Africa 8.6, Pakistan 11s, New Zealand 13.0, Sri Lanka 46, West Indies 75. They, of course, play a crucial game versus the Scots as this pod is in production. Then it's Afghanistan at 120 and the rest from 3.40, starting with Bangladesh straight to Edward Hawkins, to help make sense of all of that with the much-vaunted boundary percentage rankings.
0: Yeah, boundary percentage rankings. That means what percentage of balls uh, does a team hit for four or six? A really good uh, filter to work out uh, how teams are going to likely to progress in this tournament and, indeed, franchise cricket. It's what all the analysts use to try and uh, discover a way of getting to a semi-final, and the teams are likely to do it uh, again this time. Quite a surprise. We've used data over the last 12 months in T20 internationals, and we've this is a cumulative from the top six in the batting lineup, the expected batting lineup. At the top of the tree is South Africa at number one, but that is if they play Hendricks. If Bavuma plays instead, then South Africa go down to second, and their place on the boundary percentage ranking is taken by. India, England are third, but they go up to second with Liam Livingston in the team. Uh, They're bumped down to third because of Ben Stokes' poor return uh, boundary percentage-wise. I know he's only played three games, but they've been three poor ones. West Indies are next, then New Zealand, then Pakistan. All very much of a muchness through here in terms of boundary hitting. Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, and this is where it gets interesting. Australia, a second bottom on boundary percentage in the last 12 months. We've been talking about them finding some more rhythm and momentum because they've brought Tim David in, but it's not paid off in terms of boundary percentage. And bottom of the pile is Bangladesh. So Group 1 looking like this. Australia, England, Afghanistan, New Zealand, Sri Lanka officially joined Group 1 and they will be also joined with the runner-up from West Indies, Scotland, Ireland and Zimbabwe, which is happening now, already has happened group two is bangladesh india pakistan netherlands south africa and the winner from that group west india scotland island or zimbabwe
1: paul krishnamurti i'm going to ask you firstly to remind our listeners of your outright pick and then maybe to muse about whether the market has seen uh hawkins stats on australia why have they drifted in your opinion
2: well first of all my outright i, I do think they're the team to beat australia but the team that i've backed is south africa um it, that may be one of the factors. I mean, I think there's probably a number of reasons why they would have drifted a little bit Australia. Firstly, they were very unimpressive and lost to England. Uh, secondly, that group is looking very much like the harder one now. There's a good chance that the West Indies will go into that group as well. So it could be very tricky progressing from that group. And thirdly, it might just be that. It might just be that, you know, People are, uh, puns have taken more attention to the form in recent days, and South Africa have come in a bit, of course, and so therefore someone has to go out. And I guess that's Australia. And that, again, South Africa, probably in the easier
1: group. Richard Mann, I'm going to ask you also to remind us of your outright pick. Um, and then we're going to ask you a little bit about Sri Lanka, the as group winners. So they join Australia, England, Afghanistan and New Zealand in the Super 12's group one. Do you see them causing an upset in that section?
3: Well, firstly, I'm, I'm with India now. I think they're the team to be. I have backed South Africa anti-Post, but injuries to well, Pretorius and Vanderdussen before that have tempered my enthusiasm. So I'm with India now. Um, As for Sri Lanka, no, I don't see them them causing much of a splash in Group 1. And a couple of fixtures coming up, I think, are going to be particularly hard for them. They've got to play Australia at Perth with with Australia's fearsome seam attack. I think they'll be outgunned there, and I don't think they'll score quick enough anyway. And then New Zealand at Sydney, what, nine days from here? And they've had a lot of rain in Sydney, and that'll, if we have a rain shot on match, or there's rain around, that'll suit New Zealand's seam attack. Might do a little bit, and again, I think Sri Lanka will be all at sea. I think they'll struggle.
1: Okay. uh, right then, let's get some games on. Quick reminder that every match, of course, is covered on betting.betfair, where you can find free bet offers. But terms and conditions do apply, over 18s only, and please visit begambleaware.org. We start in Sydney on Saturday, 9 AM UK time live on Sky Sports. Australia, the hosts and the holders versus New Zealand. The Betfair exchange odds, uh, Australia 1.84, New Zealand 3.0. Edward Hawkins is going to skin the facts for us.
0: Yeah, I'm going to start with the weather forecast. Thunderstorms throughout the day, 53% chance of rain at toss time. Could very well get an overs reduced game here. Now, it could affect lineups potentially, uh, but... We think Australia will probably go like this. Warner, Finch, Mitchell Marsh, Maxwell, Stoinis, David, Wade, Cummins, Stark, Zampa, Hazelwood, Stoinis, Stark, Hazelwood, your potential death bowlers. New Zealand, Alan Conway, Williamson, Phillips, Chapman, Neesham, Bracewell, Sody, Southie, Milne and Bolt. Uh, Daryl Mitchell coming back from injuries, likely to miss out. Australia, very dodgy record, batting first. In T20 last two years, SCG, 11 of the last 20, won 60 or more in the first innings and 10 of those 20 won by the side, batting second. Not massive trends there at all.
1: Richard Mann, coming to you first, does the potential for reduced overs here make New Zealand a a bet potentially?
3: I think it probably does. I, I know I've, I've been against him in the outright, but if you think back to that rain-affected game, was it Geelong or Geelong? I'm, I'm pronouncing it wrong, and we got some stick <laughs> on Twitter for that. Um, But but if you think back to that rain-affected affected match, the ball did a lot. There was rain in the air. Chris Walk swung it around and had three for four until the game was abandoned. He would have been man of the match. New Zealand have some great swing bowlers. Tim... Uh, Tim Salvey, Trent Ball, they could cause some real damage to Australia's top order, which really isn't that great against the moving ball. So, uh, what two to one on the exchange, I think they probably have a little bit of value.
1: Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, how does one approach innings runs, given this weather situation?
2: Well, you definitely look to go unders. Yeah. Um, Sydney, oh, I think, is the ground in Australia that I would most liken to headingly here in the you can, if the sun's shining, you could very well get 200, 210, but there's a lot of unders, a lot of uh, low scores there. Um, I've got some stats here. it's 35 T20 Nationals or big bash matches at the SCG, 15 of them were under 150, and you've got a lot of very low ones. So I think the play here is, if it isn't reduced, to look at under 150, under 140, under 130, I think you'll get very big prices on them. And of course, also, don't forget, that if if an innings starts, um, but the minimum over, minimum target is bold, which I think is six on the uh, innings runs market, and the overs are reduced in running, they still pay out on unders as long as the, um, the minimum is bold.
1: Okay, okay. Um, something in play from you both, please. Maybe a trade, maybe something technical. Uh, Richard Mann, you first.
3: I'm just going to build on Paul's point, really, because it, it fits in my mind. Sheffield-Shield game going on at Sydney at the time of recording, New South Wales v Queensland, and there's been early trouble. Runs in the game, actually, but early trouble. 16 for three, 91 for four, 32 for two. It done plenty early with rain in the air. I think it'll do plenty more. I'll be with Paul on unders, and i would be particularly short early in the innings. That's when i would be doing it, because I think it'll be early carnage. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti.
2: Well, given that we're, um, we're looking at low scoring games, maybe the bet here is to um, stick with the team that ha- is posting the low score, so to speak, when they drift out. So, you know, if your team, if the team batting first does post, let's assume no no overs reduced, let's say they post 141-145, 140, that might be a defendable total.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Hawkins, presumably the weather is going to play havoc with the tops markets.
0: Yeah, it's difficult to look outside your openers, really, uh, because uh, we could get overs reduced. Um And then the openers have a massive advantage because they're going to have a a power play, more of the power play and less time to bat in in a shortened game. So Warner and Conway is a particularly interest with sportsbook. They are boosted to three to one and seven to two respectively. That's a great price about Warner. Finn Allen uh, for the Kiwis, absolutely terrific player and hitter is 100 to 30. I'll also mention Matthew Wade at 16s because he could be, promoted uh, Warner is man of the match at eight to one. We need 10 overs here guys for your top bat pick to stand.
1: Richard Mann, who do you like or or, or not like out of that and any other business on this one?
3: I think Conway is a, a, a good price really just because if it does do a bit early on, He's got, he's got, you know, three test match hundreds. He's got a technique to withstand Hazelwood and Stark up, up front. Um, and obviously he could be at an advantage if it's shot. But I think the main play has got to be in the man of the match market. Two guys who can bowl out well with a new ball. Southie for New Zealand. I'm just going for him really at 20 to one because he's a much bigger price than Trent Ball. And then on the other side, obviously our favourite, Josh Hazelwood. If he does a bit, those two guys should be in business.
1: Paul Krishnamati,
3: same question to you. Once again, Rich has Nick stolen my thunder. Sorry.
2: They were my two bets. Um, I was just going to say as well on the top run score, I was going to post a contrary opinion here in that, yeah, I see that if the game is shortened, you would want to be on the openers. Absolutely. That's a big advantage. But if it isn't shortened and we're talking about just low scores, then that would be a good time perhaps to, you know, take a chance on the middle order who could. Uh, you know, win win winners with 20 or 30. We've often seen that in these low-scoring big bash matches here. And the two players I like, I noticed there, were Matthew
3: Way, 16s, and Pat Cummings at 40s. Yeah, just jumping back in. I've had a little bit of a long, long-term thought about this, and I, and I thought Tim David and Matthew Wade. I mean, Wade's record's ridiculous, and they're so good at catching up. I thought this was potentially a perfect storm for that, actually, um, be, because they can catch up so quickly. But then, I, yeah, I just if it's twelve overs, you know, you want to be with the openers. It, it's, it's a bit of a conundrum, but I can definitely see your angle. Okay, thanks very
1: much, gents. We're up and running. England versus Afghanistan in Perth is next. The treble klaxon best bets and the enormity that is India versus Pakistan are still to come. England versus Afghanistan is from the Perth Stadium on Saturday, noon, start, uk time live on sky sports bet for exchange rate england at 1.15 favorites afghanistan away out at 7.2 and hawkins has a lowdown for us
0: yeah england expected to line up like this butler Hales, milan stokes brooke moeen sam curran wokes and chris jordan into the team likely to do beth death death bowling with sam curran Rashid and Wood Afghanistan Gerbaz is fit Hazratullah, Ibrahim Najibullah Nabi Omarzai, Rashid Majib Naveen and Faruqi the last two year death bowlers we reckon Perth runs 14 in the last 20 160 or more in the first innings and there's big toss bias for the team which bats first
1: okay um, straight to Paul Krishnamurti innings runs England should go big but markets will be wise to that what's one seventy England batting first likely to be, and does your answer mean we're looking for one ninety or two hundred? Your likely I that, answer.
2: I think it does. Um, I think that one seventy will be able. You'll be able to lay that at one point five. I reckon it probably one eighty will be odds on, and two hundred will be maybe 3.6 3.7 which is pretty skinny against a very good bowling attack. To be fair, um. I mean, Perth is a real road. I mean, I know that half of the big batch bash matches there, 180 or more has been scored in the first innings. You actually get a very large percentage of matches in that 180 to 190 band. So that's probably the play to maybe try and get a middle around there, like 180 to 210.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Richard Mann, any hope for Afghanistan here? Um, how big a loss for England is Reece Topley?
3: I'll start with with Toppley first. I think it's a big loss because it comes on the back of a couple of other big losses. Actually, a big, tall bowler who bowls really quickly. Ollie Stone potentially could have been here. Big, tall guy, bowls really quickly, ideally suited to Australian conditions. Toppley not as quick as those guys, but very big and gets bounced. So you'll... Look at England's attack now, and it's a little bit short, if I dare say. So for these conditions, um, so they'll miss him. And I feel for Topley; he skipped the end of the hundred, didn't he, to get ready for this? It must be hard really. As for Afghanistan, I, I think they'll get outgunned here. But what we have seen from them in the past is when they get good conditions to bat on, it's a fearless batting lineup, and they can make runs and they can make them quickly. So while it probably back in India for England, sorry for big runs would be too skinny. I think there is a play here for both teams to score 151-61-70 because I think Afghanistan, on this sort of pitch, given that England only have Mark Wood in the express pace bracket, I think they could make ones here.
1: Give me some in-play sugar, please, guys. Uh, Paul Krishnamurthy, you first.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, just building on really what Rich was saying now, I, I mean, I do think there's a lot of runs in this and Afghanistan could also post 170 180 it wouldn't shock me uh, because I, I think england's bowels has fairly ordinary but what if memory serves from those big batch bass matches here they don't always start that quickly at perth right and very often the situation is after about five or six overs you can get on these 180 and 190 lines at fairly attractive prices so maybe that's the way to go i think like Go overs for the last or 12 to 14 overs and really back the middle order to do anything. I think England's middle order particularly could go absolutely berserk here. So um, back overs.
1: Richard Mann.
3: Yeah, I just, I just think you want to be with both teams to score right from the start, really. So I think my bets will be on before the start. OK, and to Hawkins for the Tops.
0: At Milan, always a big favourite for us when England are playing T20. However, 22 runs in three innings in person. A really, really low strike rate, which is quite surprising because you'd think the surface would suit his back foot game. Butler is boosted to 11-5 to with Sportsbook taking a real chance. That's a price on win rate. Afghanistan, Najibullah is a price on win rate of 13 to 2. Top Afghan run scorer, Faruqi, 130, and Naveen, 7 to 2. We expect those two to bowl at the death, and we've been banging on about them for ages.
1: Paul, I know you've been keen on Naveen and Faruqi. Any other plays here?
2: Well, the only thing i will say about those two is that for once, the market has wised up and Rashid Khan is 3 to 1. So... I'm not sure they are spectacularly good value, really. It's a wide open heat that top Afghan bowler. Um, I think the value here is England's middle order. I mean, Harry Brook has been coming in at five. I think we're, we've got him down five here. Nine to one, Harry Brook top back. 25 to one man in the match. I think that's huge. Um, as I say, I, I mean, if you think of Perth at this ground, Perth scorches and think how many times Ashton Turner has come to the party with something batting around those numbers. Um, and just to endorse, I think Ed's already said, naturally put us out 30 to 2. That's that's a very big price on stats.
1: Okay. Um, Richard Mann, are you put off by, um, I know you're a big fan of, of Dawid Milan. Are you put off by his record at the venue? He's 4 to 1 with Sportsbook and should be shorter on win
3: rate. Yeah. I mean, really, it should be a match made in heaven. And I think he saw Test Century today. at came at the Wacker in 2017. As Ed said, strong back foot game. I wanted to back him here, but the thing that puts me off is I think he's definitely a better player against pace than spin. And look, Afghanistan have got some terrific spinners, so it'll be a watching brief for me. I think I'll be with him at other times in the competition, um, but not on this occasion. I'll, I'll leave him alone. Butler's an excellent player with spin. He would be my preferred option. he's obviously a lot shorter.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Richard. Man, that is a big tick for England versus Afghanistan. Now I'm pressing this. It's the treble claxon.
0: Yes, Over thank to you, Hawkins. Sorry. Yes, me. Yes, me. Uh, we've got Joss Butler uh, boosted to eleven to five with Sportsbet to top score for England to get against Afghanistan. We've got Rizwan at three to one, a massive boost by Sportsbet to top scorer against India for Pakistan, and then Suryakumar Yadav in the same game for India at four to one. Ten quid returns seven hundred and twenty big ones.
1: Edward Hawkins, thank you for that. Um, dripping with value. I may say, as always. Now, next up is the big one, India versus Pakistan. India versus Pakistan is on Sunday, 9 a.m. UK time live on Sky Sports from the G. Betfair Exchange have India at 1.58, Pakistan at 2.68. Edward Hawkins, please do your worst.
0: Yeah, MCG weather, really, really dreadful. So it could be another... Over's reduced affair, uh, and I think that might give India the chance to change up their lineup. Do they bring in Pant here and just rely on uh, the bowling of Shami, Chahal, Kumar, Harshal, and Hardik? Uh, given that it's likely to be bowler friendly and it could be a real smash fest. So, Rohit, Rahul, Kohli, Yadav, Pant coming into the team for us. Hardik, Karthik, Harshal. Kumar, Chahal and Shami. Pakistan, Rizwan, Babar, Masood, Haider, Shadab, Asif, Nawaz, Iftikhar. That is all interchangeable, that middle order. Wasim, Ralph and Afridi hopefully coming back from fitness. The MCG, 11 of the last 20 first innings in Big Bash and T20 internationals, 160 or more. Uh, nine have been won by the side, batting second. Pakistan on the head-to-head have won two of the last three and they chased in both. India chases supreme in T20 over the last two years. So that is perhaps your angle.
3: Uh, Richard Mann, Pakistan, a big wager in the chase for you here. Uh, no, just because potential for a rain-affected match and potential for the ball to, look, to to do a bit if there's a bit of rain around, I think that'll suit in, India more so because they've got a deeper batting lineup. If we see early wickets, it's hard to see Pakistan recovering. India with that strong middle order, they can recover. Paul Krishnamurti, any thoughts on those match odds?
2: Well, you know, you might expect me, (laughs) given everything I've said in the past about these two, to say Pakistan a value, but I'm just a bit negative on them at the moment. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to back India at one point five eight, given the weather and given what's happened between those two sides. But I'm a little bit wary of Pakistan. I've got a really confident bet in this match, and some great stats. Total sixes at the MCG. This is one of the most reliable bets in cricket. In the last 40 big bash matches, the nine or fewer line, that's the line on the exchange, and it's generally over or under nine and a half or ten and a half, or even eleven and a half on the Sportsbook. Anyway, nine or fewer has won 29 out of 40 occasions. And in 50 T20 internationals, nine or fewer has won 14 out of 15 times. So that is a, a very important
1: thing Okay, thank you very much, Paul. Um, in play magic, please, now. Richard Mann, then Paul. We've seen three heads to hair, head, three head-to-heads, even, uh, in the last 12 months. What can these tell us?
3: Well, again, conditions makes it hard to... Sort of go back to those head-to-heads, really, it's hard to know what we'll get. I think if we're going to get a, f- a full game, full 40 overs, I think a strong India finish, if the prices play ball, is the way to go. You look at that middle order of India's strike rate, Yadav, one seven six. Karthik, 150 in the last year. Pandia strikes at 148. They've got some real finishing power. And with Shaheen Afridi coming into this cause I think there's potential for India to really finish off big and make big runs. But, and, and Paul will probably elaborate on this, quite often priced up accordingly as well. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Paul Krishnamurti.
2: I'm going to say, um, given what I was just saying about the sixes, the low number of sixes at this ground, I'm going to say go unders on the... Um, second half of the innings here because first of all, Pakistan have got very good death bowlers, Paris Ralph and Shaheen Afridi. Secondly, Pakistan have got um, a very dodgy middle order um, and thirdly, you don't get that many sixes at this ground. You get a very small number. So I've
1: got a feeling it could be overpriced at halfway the runs. Okay, thank you very much. Hawkins, the tops.
0: Yeah, well, we've mentioned Rizwan already. He's the cornerstone of our treble, isn't he? Three to one, absolutely massive price uh, from sports but when she he should really be going off about 7-4 to K.R. Uh, Rahul I'll just mention as an in-play option uh, Fridi will look to bowl damn straight and pin him down, he did that to him in the last T20 World Cup and, and bowled him for three I think uh, and that's how Pakistan will try to line him up so he could short his runs. A 3D three for twenty one in that World Cup match, by the way. He's three to one for Top Bowler, he's twelve to one for the man of the match. And Suyakama Yadav is four to one top India but I think that's massive. He's gonna be the player of the tournament.
1: Okay. Um, what do you like from that, Richard Mann?
3: Again, just rain affected. I'm, I'm going to stick with the man of the match markets and I'm, and I'm going to hope it does a bit. Uh, two swing bowlers really for India: Buvikumar and Mohammed Shami. Both brilliant new ball operators. They could shape the match um, if they get conditions to suit. Both are twenty to one, that'll do for me. Shami's actually interesting at seven to two for top India bowler as well if he plays, um, because unlike Buvaneshwar Kumar, he bowled really well at the death of late as well. So that could be an angle in if you want a sharp price.
1: And um, Paul Krishnamarti.
3: Yeah, so
2: endorsing what Ed's saying, round three to one is too big, and I agree. I'm also on the my Yadav bandwagon. Uh, and just to say, my regular tip: Harris Ralph, seven-two top wicket taker, bowls of the death, great record in
1: Australia, indeed at the MCG. Okay, okay so. thank you. Oh, sorry, cutting you off. But, um. Thank you. What a wonderful way to finish. The T20 World Cup even is underway and the Cobb is here to guide you safely through. Remember, we're recording twice a week throughout this tournament. So in your ears on Tuesdays and Fridays until the sweet end. Um, Now, best bets time. It's that time of the show. Over to Edward Hawkins for the best
0: bets. Yes, best bets time, pens and papers at the ready, please. Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti have five units to spend across these three matches. And it's Paul Krishnamurti to go first, please. Okay, I
2: wish we had some more points to play with this week because I've got lots of things I fancy. But I've just got to have the full five points on nine or fewer sixes in India v Pakistan.
3: You bruiser. (laughs) Right. Well, I'll kick off then. Two points, both teams to score 160 in the Afghanistan-England match at Perth. Um, Then I'm going to have a point on Devon Conway, top Kiwi batsman versus Australia, and then split stakes in the same match. Half a point on Tim Salvey at 20s and half a point on Josh Hazelwood at 12s in the man of the match market and then in the same in the man of the match market in the India-Pakistan game half a point on Bhuvi Kumar and Mohamed Shami both at 20s to be man of the match
0: That's your best bets as the T20 World Cup gets underway don't forget to check out betting.bet for every single game is previewed We're back with Cricket Only Better episode 162 as the games come thick and fast and that is from Tuesday See you then